Hello and welcome to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 62 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we come to the end of our week of study. We are finishing off our study of February the 22nd to February the 28th, Doctrine and Covenants sections 18 to 19, The Worth of Souls is Great. We're going to try and get through as much as we can of our Doctrine and Covenants 19 that we have left. First of all, covering verse 23, which talks about peace comes from learning of Jesus Christ. And then a bit further on about how God's blessings are greater than the treasures of the earth. So, to begin with, uh, let's look at verse 23. It says, Learn of me and listen to my words. Walk in the meekness of my spirit and you shall have peace in me. Um, Lovely verse this, about needing to trust in the Lord more. Uh, and to learn of him and walk in meekness. Speaking of meekness, uh, Elder David A. Bednar gave a great um, talk about meekness fairly recently. Uh, and he said, quote, Meekness is a defining attribute of the Redeemer and is distinct- distinguished by righteous responsiveness, willing submissiveness and strong self-restraint. The Christ-like quality of meekness often is misunderstood in our contemporary world. Meekness is strong, not weak, active, not timid, Sorry, active, not passive, courageous, not timid, restrained, not excessive, modest, not self-aggrandizing, and gracious, not brash. A meek person is not easily provoked, pretentious, or overbearing, and readily acknowledges the accomplishments of others. Whereas humility generally denotes dependence upon God, and the constant need for his guidance and support, a distinguishing characteristic of meekness is a particular spiritual receptivity to learning both from the Holy Ghost and from people who may seem less capable, experienced or educated or who may not hold important positions or who otherwise may not appear to have much to contribute. Recall how Naaman, captain of the king's army in Syria, overcame his pride and meekly accepted the advice of his servants to obey Elisha the prophet to and wash in the river Jordan seven times. Meekness is the principle and protection principal protection from the prideful blindness that often arises from prominence, position, power, wealth, and adulation, close quote. This meekness is something that we need to develop. And I think it's interesting that um, Martin Harris is being told to walk in the meekness of the spirits of the Lord because he is having to be to humble himself a lot and to trust and rely on the Lord a lot. Uh, and to be submissive really to his will uh, because as we spoke about in the background and context of this section he has a huge decision to make a decision which would be very difficult for many of us to make uh, and so it is uh, an important aspect of how we need to learn of the saviour and develop our, that faith and that trust in him um, in verse 25, he then, the Lord then says to Martin, And again, I command thee that thou shalt not covet thy neighbour's wife, nor seek thy neighbour's life. And I command thee that thou shalt not covet thine own property, but impart it freely to the printing of the Book of Mormon, which contains the truth and the word of God. So there are a couple of um, things which uh, Martin is told about, and Martin is warned about, uh, in order to, you know, make sure he stays true on the path uh, of righteousness. And one of those things is about his property. And as we know, this relates to um, the the reason why he has sought for this revelation, uh, to have that guidance, that direction, that strength and support and understanding on what he needs uh, to be able to do this on, and complete this and 
uh, do this big sacrifice. Um, and then the Lord continues to give him further guidance and says, And again, I command thee that thou shalt pray vocally as well as in thy heart, yea, before the world as well as in secret, in public as well as in private. And what I find interesting here is that, yes, we're getting some direction on what Martin originally came and asked for, but up to this point, he's received a lot of instruction and guidance. He's taught, He's been told about how it's important to repent. He's been taught beautiful concepts about the Saviour's atonement and his suffering for all. Uh, he's been taught about the um, the importance to learn of him, the importance that it is to not to not covet um, his neighbor's wife, the importance of praying vocally as well as in private, uh, and all these things at first may seem kind of disconnected from the issue at hand, which was helping him be able to make this sacrifice of selling his farm for this pre- publication of the Book of Mormon. Um, but often this is how revelation works. We often you know, might go for, we might go for, to pray and seek answers and search for answers in, in the process, receive guidance and direction on other things in our life as well, or other things in our life that perhaps we need to attune and fix and correct um, that will then help us in the ultimate goal of what we were searching for in the first place. And so we need to be open uh, when, we, uh, when we do pray and seek for personal, revela- personal revelation that the things we're looking for we might not get that answer as such, but we will definitely receive guidance to help us to get to that point that the Lord wants us to get to. Um, speaking of prayer, uh, Elder Richard G. Scott said this, Prayer is a supernal gift of our Father in heaven to every soul. Think of it, the absolute supreme being, the most all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful personage encourages you and me, as insignificant as we are, to converse with him as our Father. Actually, because he knows how desperately we need this guidance, he commands us to do so. Close quote. Um, This is an important thing. And it's wonderful that, you know, we have this blessing. It's such a gift. And I think we, this is one of the things that we take so much for granted. I know I certainly do. That we have this this ability to pray to this all-seeing, all-powerful being, our Father, and do so without appointments, without pre-required prescription, Simply just get on our knees and pray, and he will be there for us. I mean, that's how just how loving is that? Um, it's an incredible thought to have, really, um, and something which we should not take for granted. I love as well how uh, Martin is directed uh, in one of the many things he's given in this section. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a Pandora's box. Like, he asks one question, he gets a dozen different answers, which is such a wonderful blessing, really. Verse 31, it says, And of tenets thou shalt not talk, but thou shalt declare repentance and faith on the Saviour, and remission of sins by baptism and by fire, yea, even the Holy Ghost. And I had a, I did wonder what it meant by, and, and of tenet, tenets thou shalt not uh, talk. And I suppose what this is, is that the Lord is saying to Martin, you know, when you testify of me, when you teach of me, don't go into all the detail and all, all the different things that you can do. Simply just teach that they need to have faith on me, repent and be baptised and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And I think that that is wise counsel uh, for many of us. I mean, obviously, we do need to teach about the Book of Mormon and how it is, you know, the word of God. We need to talk about the the importance of a living prophet today and how that has just begun with, with the restoration through Joseph Smith. And that's continued up till today. But, you know, outside of those and the gospel of Jesus Christ, they are the most important things we should be teaching um, and so when we think about, you know, when we give lessons or talks at church, 
Do we return to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Do they have a link to the Saviour? Because if they don't, I mean, why are we talking about them? Um, you know, I think that it's very easy with all um, con- uh, all concepts or principles that we teach in the church. It is it should be uh, easy to return it back to the Saviour. Uh, you know, I, I would I would challenge anyone to to bring up a a topic that we teach in church and and not be able uh, to bring it back to the Saviour. I think that that is something we can do, um, but it just shows the importance it is to, to talk of him. Jean R. Cook uh, says this, quote, The teacher will teach in simplicity, according to the true needs of the people, basic gospel doctrines like faith, repentance and prayer, which all men, all men can apply. He will not look beyond the mark by exaggerating, by teaching in the fringe areas, by expanding on scriptures, or by teaching exotic extremes in any principle, like excessively lengthy prayers, false doctrines about the Saviour or about Adam, or extremes in diet or politics or investments. He'll remember that Satan works in the extremes. He knows of the exactness of the Lord's doctrine, but also of temperance in all things. Close quote. Satan works in the extremes. I find that a really interesting phrase, uh, and one that I hope that I'll remember, or maybe I'll write down somewhere. Um, you know, I think that it is possible to be in the extreme uh, with all these things. It is possible to, you know, over go beyond the mark. And that's exactly what we saw with the Pharisees in the Saviour's day. You, know, you might wonder, well, how can you go over in the extreme in, you know, living gospel principles? Well, look at the Pharisees. That's exactly how you do it. And that's exactly what uh, is meant by that. Uh, and so it is an important thing. Anyway, we're going to have to stop there. So much in this section. Um, and we only had two sections this week. To next week, we've got sections 20, 21 and 22. And I can't believe we're going to even get past section 20. Uh, there is through that mammoth section, but I can't wait with for it. And I hope you uh, look forward to joining with me as we begin next week's study. Please continue to share the podcast, review it, subscribe to it, share it with anyone that you think might be interested. You can also uh, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also um, email me at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.